0: And welcome to the Cal Poly Sports Roundtable in partnership with KBR, brought to you by no one yet, but hopefully that'll change someday. Um, so, today our topic's gonna be uh, do we need sports and what exactly is sports? Um, so, for starters, uh, oh, also I'm Garrett Brown, I'm here with uh, Jack Birkenfield, Kylie Smith, and Aaron Kapipin. Um So, for starters, uh, sports has always been kind of a story of the human struggle above all else it really reflects people overcoming obstacles whether it's st- stuff placed in front of themselves or by other people and i feel like in a time as testing is the one we're all in right now it's something that people can all get behind and rally behind there was a famous psychology study about how sports fans get genuine enjoyment from watching accomplishments of people they've never met and probably will never meet um, and I feel like in times like this, we all need that little boost of, uh, you know, happiness to make us all feel better uh, in these times of need, But um, kind of a key point of discussion is whether or not sports are something we need or whether or not they're just another form of entertainment. Um, and we've seen people pushing for it almost if it is a need kind of across the board uh, with NBA, MLB, all those suspensions. The NBA world is kind of in shambles right now. But there is uh, definitely some silver linings that come out of that.
1: I agree. I mean, going back all the way to the first sport like 17,000 years ago or whatnot, I mean, it's just been strengthened ever since. It started as simply just running and wrestling was one of the first ones that I was reading about. And it's just like. Been a way to come together and be social, and again, just find confidence in yourself and those around you. I think a huge point that we've kind of seen during this whole pandemic is everybody clinging on to just something Um, like this Last Dance documentary that's coming out. I mean, people get genuine um, endorphin release and just so much happiness by seeing Michael Jordan on TV again, and just seeing him then and now. And I think also just with all these other documentaries, like Unstoppable with Bethany Hamilton, like all of them are coming out right now during this pandemic, and The Last Dance was even rushed to be released because of the pandemic, because people are really just searching for that, um, just that thing to be a part of, which, and we're, we're all kind of missing something inside and it's definitely sports.
2: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, we, oh God, Jack. Sorry. Sorry. Um, no, I think we can talk about like the need for sports in sort of two lights. We can talk about it as sort of like the need to consume sports as entertainment. And then I know we've talked a little bit about the need to play sports as sort of a need for sports. Um, and I think the last dance is definitely like a good example of why we need it for entertainment. You know, there's been a lot of stuff where, um there's um bbc's andrew cotter doing his like dog interviews um as well as like sports illustrated and espn have all these like top 10 filler articles and none of that stuff really seems to be taking the place of sports that stuff seems to be more like these outlets need content um but there is some stuff that's like super uh, indicative of the fact that we do need sports um you know some of that is like the the um, Uh, The the NFL draft um, has 40% higher viewership this year uh, than it did last year, which is like in my eyes, a pretty clear indicator that people are like starving for this entertainment. Um, And then like, as far as the need to play sports, um, you know, I know youth sports is something we've like um, sort of not included in the, in the like nationwide discussion of sports and the future of sports right now, but Kids definitely need sports. Um, not only does it like teach valuable lessons like teamwork and accountability and work ethic and stuff, but it's also like a way for parents to have an hour or two in the day where they don't have to deal with their kids, um, especially like right now when they're not in school, they're at home all day. Um, not having sports to go and drop your kid off at for two hours um, can really like affect the lives of working parents. Um, and on top of that, like school PE programs, which are now gone, um, which are, I think, could be defined as a form of sports. Um, like those suffering as a result of this uh, are is gonna ultimately lead to like lower health standards in American public schools. And Those standards are already low enough. Like the last thing they need is to go lower.
3: Actually, I wanna talk about more of the sports is like a need for entertainment part. Uh, actually, uh, esports has actually continued in an online format ever since the pandemic has started and it's actually going really strong. there's been like a, Viewership increased by like 31% on streaming platforms like Twitch, and I think not only has it like increased esports viewership, it's also increased viewership of like just gaming streams in general on that on those platforms. And like it kind of caught attention of like the actual other sports leagues, like the NBA and NASCAR, because they've actually started their own like esports tournaments. So I know NASCAR they set up prof- their professional drivers with really nice virtual rigs with like steering wheels, all the good stuff. And they had a tournament go after that. And even the, the NBA, they started their own separate league, apart from their NBA 2K league. And that's going okay, but not as good as the NASCAR one. And I think that just goes to show how much people like need sports as a form of entertainment now more than ever during the pandemic.
2: Aaron, do you think that's going to continue after the pandemic, like this shift towards um, like virtual leagues?
3: I think that the virtual leagues I, I i know the viewership will probably not stay the same but i think it'll have an increase from what it did before the pandemic but i know that when the pandemic's over definitely people will go back to to sports like the nba and nascar and nfl but i know that now the sports will definitely have more of a viewership because it's caught the attention of more people because of the opportunity yeah so no kidding
1: i mean i'm definitely one of those people i did not know that it existed until the pandemic. I mean, it's all coming to light. And I think it's a really cool thing for people who don't normally have the time to even pay attention to the esports, you know, let alone regular sports <laughs> in their daily lives.
0: Kind of the points you all brought up definitely proves that uh, there is kind of a void left without sports, whether it's shows like The Last Dance or social media or esports. There's a void that needs to be filled, See, and it wouldn't need to be filled if it wasn't something that people felt, um, you know, it was genuinely important in their lives. Like The Last Dance pulled, the first couple episodes were pulling five point something million viewers. That's better than some professional games. Um, ESPN just bought out the rights to the Korean Baseball League because they're resuming play, and they're broadcasting at 10 o'clock at night. United States time, and they're doing, they're getting tons of views from the US. That's how desperate people are for that kind of content. And not only that, but kind of what Jack was touching on, all the social media stuff, um, you know, all these top 10 articles, people are getting just as invested, not just the writers, but people responding to them, whether they agree, disagree, want to make another point. It's just kind of bringing, keeping the whole community tied together in a time where the thing at its core, the actual games, aren't even there, but it's showing how strong knit the sports community is. And then kind of circling back around to what Aaron was talking about, eSports, you know, I feel like that's a good way to kind of, what we were talking about about youth sports too, it kind of helps satisfy people's needs to compete and be competitive, even if it's, you know, virtually, it's filling that need for
2: people. Yeah, you know, I think a lot of the um, the sort of like filler content we're talking about, like the Last Dance and a lot of the social media content, it sort of begs the question of, you know, are people turning to this content because they need sports, or are they turning to it because they just need content to fill the time in their day that they would normally fill with sports? You know, we live in such a consumer society that, like, you know, I know personally, a huge part of my day is driven by I'm going to go consume these digital mediums throughout the day, and I always do. And having that taken away, you look for something to replace it with and you know I'm curious what you guys think whether or not it is just a search to replace that with content or if it's more of a desire to have actual like if the if the sports element is as is as um, weighty as the, as the just content element
0: Well I easy, way to, oh. easy way to put that to rest right now. there has been, and there's still tons of movies out. And I don't know, I'm only speaking for myself here. I can watch maybe one movie in a day before I need to go do something else. Whereas, you know, Last Dance, they're airing them back to back. It's about two hours in total. I have no problem sitting there watching them both. Kind of same thing with uh, anything else, like the the articles and all that stuff filling that void. If it was, there's other forms of entertainment. If it was just entertainment, they could do the same thing just as well, if not better. But the fact that it's all sports-related is kind of filling a separate uh, category, I feel like, for most people.
1: Definitely. I agree with that. I mean, I think it's a matter of you don't know what you had until it's gone. And I definitely think that's how I feel with sports. I mean, I never had the time to just sit down and watch a football game. You know, it's always like I'm doing this or I'm doing that. I'm doing homework in the middle of the game. And now, you know, the NFL draft was on and I actually sat there and watched it because it was just like, so cool to actually see something still happening and they made it happen in a new way. And it was, it was really cool to see for me personally. Um, and then just hearing all of these people come together and talking about sports is just so reassuring, um, for me at least.
2: Yeah, I think another way to look at this, too, that that's been interesting for me is like, um, you know, we're all studying journalism. So looking at this from the side of like from the perspective of, of content producers and their their need for sports from a content creation standpoint, you know, where, um, you know, people like Andrew Cotter and and um, other sports reporters are sitting here and their entire careers depend on them having a community of dedicated followers who listen to the things they say and care about their opinions and follow them as, you know, personalities, you know, they a lot of these sports reporters sort of depend on their own little mini cults of personality. And now without having sports to sort of build that on, um, they're all sort of turning to like memes and internet stuff and just watching like journalists try and keep their audiences engaged and the same size throughout this, like this era of stagnation sort of in the whole industry um, has been an interesting experience. I think a lot of the content um, has been driven primarily by like people just wanting to keep their followers, essentially, you know?
0: Definitely, it's kind of ties back to that whole thing about how I, you know, sports at the end of the day kind of just demonstrate what it, you know, means to be a person. And even though we can't play live games right now, just having that community to kind of tie people together, I feel like in a way is almost doing the same thing for people right now.
1: Yeah kind of something interesting to think about is all the gyms are closed so what are what are people doing to kind of fill that void is you know not being able to play I mean we have the entertainment side kind of covered with uh, all the virtual stuff um, but just like what are people doing right now to stay in shape like if somebody's getting an extra year of eligibility in the NCAA for next spring I mean how are they kind of hanging in there how are they how are they staying in shape these days?
0: All I know is the, uh, the home athlete workout videos are great. I saw one of some guy carrying two water jugs up a hill and I was like, not doing that one. We're going to find one. That's a little more, uh, <laughs> in the realm of possibility, but.
1: Yeah. You definitely have to get creative nowadays. I, I know there's a bunch of, uh, you know, famous YouTubers who are kind of creating their own, uh, workout videos because there's a need for it. I mean, there's no, you know, cycle bar was, my huge thing that i was doing and yoga studios everything's closed so um i think it's cool that these famous influencers and athletes are all putting together you know different different stuff getting really creative with it
0: actually
3: oh oh, um talking about the like the home workout videos uh, i remember seeing an article a little while back about how people in italy have been having workouts on their uh their balconies on their apartments because there's there'd be an instructor on the rooftop and I thought that was just a really innovative way
2: to have a workout at home it's also been interesting to look at the sports that like sort of cross that line between like you know like you can still go for a run but like a lot of like pro surfers are having a lot of troubles staying in shape because they're they don't have access to beaches so there's this whole like treading the line between individual exercise and like full community sports Um, that's been interesting to watch with some professionals.
0: Yeah, not only that, but you got to wonder about these youth sports, especially the hyper competitive ones, like the kids who are on travel circuits year round. And essentially, that's their whole, you know, when you're young, you base your identity on a couple of things. That's basically what they do uh, to find their own identity. And that's been kind of taken away, Uh, which, you know, also kind of illustrates how important it is at some level, we got to get you know, sports back, just at least for the kids to have some sort of structure.
2: Yeah. And just like an ending note on that, like, you know, I wonder if um, this like year of those um, like younger, really hyper competitive athletes not having access to training and practice will affect recruitment in, over the next couple of years, you know, like college recruitment and recruitment out of college, like what what's that going to look like? I wonder, because I mean, obviously those institutions need sports. So it'll be interesting to see where that goes.
1: Yeah, if anything comes out of it, I hope all athletes and viewers get a new appreciation for the, you know, you don't realize how good you had it until it's gone. So I hope it really brings it, brings it all back around.
0: Definitely going to create ripple effects down the line that we're going to be feeling years from now.
2: Awesome. So uh, I think that pretty much wraps it up from us, right? Anybody else have anything to say? All right, cool. Thanks for tuning in to our sports roundtable.